Hello and welcome to Talking SME, our quick fire chat with business leaders. I'm Tracy Adams and today I'm delighted to be talking to Adrian Malpass. Adrian is a highly experienced executive coach, mentor and business advisor. And if you're based in or around Gloucestershire, you may also know Adrian as the founder of Gloucestiz, Gloucestershire's largest business network. Welcome, Adrian. Good afternoon. Uh, it's good How afternoon. are you? I'm all right. Thank you, Adrian. Good. So um, I've been scouring everything you've been doing over the past few years, and I came across a blog uh, right. where you wrote a few months ago about Gareth Southgate's leadership style, and you compared it to the business community. You well, said, I mean, it on. would have to be about his leadership style, because I don't know anything about yeah. football. <laughs> well, it's interesting. You do seem to have a certain amount of admiration for him, despite not being yeah, a yeah. football supporter. So yep. that's good. Um, go on. <laughs> well, this, I mean, this goes back to the, there was a football tournament back in the summer. Yeah, there was some big tournament. So it yeah. was, yeah. I mean, the England football team were everywhere. They were obviously doing quite well. And so, so whether I liked it or not, getting a sort of a, a view of how he was doing as a leader was was really quite interesting for me because I mean you know I, I didn't gain any knowledge about the football but it every time he was up in front of the media he just did so well and he was so clear about what his role was and where the boundaries of his role were so you know he was very keen to take responsibility for example yeah. he he very obviously made very clear decisions and he communicated them really well. And also he was very good at um, making sure that the actions required to deliver those decisions were clearly understood by people. And that's so important. You know, you think of, of any good leader and you know, you will know a good leader. I know plenty of good leaders that they do have those characteristics, you know, the responsibility, the decision-making, the the actions that they allocate to people are very, very clear and very appropriate. But they also have this, this thing where they, they're able to trust the key members of their team mm -hmm. and they have confidence that those people are going to deliver the decisions and the actions required. And that's, you know, that's actually quite a rare thing. Yeah. You know, there's not um, there's not a lot of people that put all those things together, whether it's in a sporting context or a, mm. uh, a business context, even a family context, mm. dare I say, even a political context. But, you know, we, we, we won't go down that road, but it, it's <laughs> it's the, being a leader is is about fundamentally about being human. You know, the, the bits I saw about Gareth Southgate, you know, he stuck his hands up from time to time to got it wrong, mm. you know, and that's, that's a really important part of, of growing as a leader is that just remember you're human. You're not going to get it right all the time. Um, you know, anyone that says they're going to get it right, aren't going to get it right. But also when you get it wrong, stick your hand up, mm. take responsibility, work out a way of correcting it, but also let your team know that actually, yep, yeah, yeah. I messed up, you know, I yeah. got it wrong, but I'm going to sort it out. So, Adrian, you work with leaders, um, you yes. help leaders. So 
how how does a business owner or manager have more like a business owner if we're looking at an SME type context um how does how do, what they get to a point and they must realize they need help from you for example so how do, when do they get that help how do they go about it what you know what sort of journeys do you see okay so going back to basics most people so this is in owner managed mm. businesses yes. Yeah. So when somebody starts a business, they generally do it for two basic reasons. Either they've got a good idea yeah. or they're really good at something. Yeah. They don't start a business because they're good at running a business. So as the business grows, which is a sign that their, their business idea or their particular skill set is a good thing, the business gets to a point where they have to employ more people and the, the business keeps growing and growing and growing. And, and that's a sign that the there is demand out there for that particular idea or, or, or service or product. However, there is this psychology, and it's particular to this country, that if you started the business, you should be running it wrong. If you started the business, going back to the two basic reasons why you started the business, you know, because you've got a good idea or because you're good at something, that is what you should be sticking to. If you are a really good uh, designer or a solicitor or recruitment agent, or um, you're a good chef and you've come up with some wonderful food products to sell, the best thing you can do is carry on doing that and leave the running of the business to somebody that really knows what they're doing. If you stick to what you do best, the company will make more money, be far more successful, and develop a much stronger and more respected reputation because you will still be the driving force behind it. Managing a business is a is a particular skill set, and a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, well, I can... I can learn how to do that. Mm. Yes, you can. But all the time you're learning that, mm. it's going to take you a lot longer to get it right when you could be spending that time doing the things that generate profit for the business. You know, and they, I would say by the time business owners or people at board level call me in, Probably 95% of them, it's it's gone beyond the point where they should have called me in mm. three, six months, a year earlier, um, simply because they took the view, I can do this. Now, that is never an attitude I would try and dilute. Mm -hmm. You know, this I can attitude is really, really important in business. However, the ability to take that step back and recognize where you need to apply that yeah. is really important. Yeah. So if you're a really good financial advisor, for example, the best thing you can do is do the financial advising. If your business is so successful that there are 15 financial advisors within your team, then if you you can do the regulatory bit by all means because you will understand that. But actually managing the organization 
is something you really shouldn't be spending your time doing because you can be doing wonderful things for your clients. And, and have you found, Adrian, that when you've, you've tried to address situations where it may have gone a bit too far and the individual, you know, you're trying to, to get them to understand, to move into the area where they're more, most suited and comfortable, how does that go down? You know, how, how does a leader or a business owner... Well, a lot of it, a lot of, yeah, good question. Thanks for that. Uh, it, a, a lot of it has to, it is to do with the um, the person or the, the individual or the team of directors that I'm I'm working with. Yeah. Some people will stick their hands up, you know, the first time I meet them and say, "I'm getting this wrong." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing as well as I could be doing and it's taking me away from doing what I love or what I'm really good at, you yeah. know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, they're the easy ones. Probably a quarter of the ones I deal with are the ones that have got very firmly heels dug in. Mm. Said, no, no, I'm quite capable of doing this. And they, they will keep, that view of you know i can run this business i can run this business right up to the point when they realize they can't mm -hmm. but by then potentially quite a lot of damage has been done now i'm not saying that damage can't be undone yeah. but it takes a lot more work to resolve those issues before you can move on than if they just said actually do you know what I'm spending all this time trying to run the business and that's all I'm doing. And just having that little bit of realization, so I wonder if there's someone out there that can help me, someone that can help me for a couple of hours a week or a couple of hours a fortnight or half a day a month or a day a week or, you know, whatever it is. But I want, you know, just find someone that can help. And quite often picking up the phone to, somebody you know in the business world perhaps who who's um you know who's who's knowledgeable about who is out there yeah. and just talk to them about it because a problem shared is a problem halved you know so they say and keeping it to yourself is not yeah. a good thing to do and that that applies to so many parts of life doesn't it but it but so many business leaders or business owners will try and keep it to themselves and just try and keep sort of yeah. bashing their head against the proverbial brick wall that what they find is by the time they you know throw their hands up and say right i need help we've yeah. got to undo quite a few things yeah. Or, or just go right back to it through the system and make sure that things are, are, are done right. Yeah, and what, what we're talking about, as you'd said, it's particularly relevant to owner-managed businesses, isn't it? Because yeah, it's yeah. been your baby, your idea, you've grown with it, yeah. you know what's going on, you do know what's going on, you've, you've got it yeah, to yeah. a point, you, you care for it. So, so it, it, Oh, exactly. And there, there is business. this, yeah, yeah there's, there's this emotional connection yeah. to it. You know, it's my baby, therefore I should be looking after it. Yeah, but if you put that into a human context, babies grow up into children and then they go to school. So all of a sudden you're handing your kids over to the yeah. school for six, seven, eight hours a day. Yeah. So 
if you can do that with your kids perhaps yeah. you should do it with your business <laughs> yeah you absolutely you know they, 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 it's, a, it's a similar analogy yeah. but it's not exclusive to owner managed businesses you know mm. i go into larger more established businesses with, that have well-established boards of directors and similar problems you know quite a lot of business directors would actually be better off doing something else within the business you know they'd actually be able to drive the business success much better if they weren't having to take on the responsibilities of of director level stuff um so you know and again people become directors and they think all right you know knees under the boardroom table which is great yeah because they recognize the responsibility that comes with it but equally the reason they were identified as a potential director is because they have a certain skill set or set of experiences or abilities and they could well be better off managing the factory or you know, delivering yeah. products or services to make them much more profitable. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm not saying that the drive for profit is the only thing within business because, you you know, you want to make sure you're, the people you employ are happy in their jobs, you know, and they actually want to come to work, for example. Um, so, you know, it, it's a complex thing, but it, but just because you've got the director badge yeah. doesn't mean you to say in every case that you should have no absolutely and and if you uh, obviously most of the audience we talk to from 10 to 2's point of view are you know smes um yeah. and if you had one one or two nuggets that you would just try to get people to focus on because we were saying before when we were discussing this this is a huge topic leadership you know there's oh, yeah. so much we could you could yeah. absolutely talk about so many different facets for hours and hours but just the top thing. Yeah, that, that's volume two of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and three and four and five. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you wanted to just, you know, say to these SME owners, what, what would be your top two pieces of advice? Without doubt, the simplest one is be human. Mm. You know, you're not going to get it right all the time. You are going to get it right. You, you know, you the, the chances are you're going to get it right at least yeah. 51% of the time, <laughs> let's hope. Um, but just be human. Mm. Whether it's good or bad, mm. let the people around you see that you're not a robot. You know, And there will be times when you're close to tears. Mm. And there will be times when you want to you know, bounce around the office like you've had too much sugar. You know, so, but let your team see that. Let them see that you're a human being. By doing that, they will be much more inclined to help you out where they can. And they'll also be much more inclined to come to you Mm. when they've got their own concerns, which in turn strengthens the team. So that would be my first one, be human. Um, The second one would probably be, don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, apply that to anything, couldn't you? Yeah, it. it well, if in doubt, ask. Mm. If something quite at the beginning of lockdown. Now here we are, towards the end of twenty twenty one, 
get that right. Um, <laughs> back, at, back at the beginning of, of the pandemic in March 2020, I had over 30 businesses referred to me because they just threw their arms up in the end. They said, yeah. we don't know what we're doing. What do we do? And probably 90% of those, all it needed was an hour or hour and a half phone call just to discuss things, just help them see the reality of things. And they were fine. And they've been fine to this day. The, the key thing was, is that they said, well, ask for help. Mm. Yeah. Quite often, the conversations I'll have with business owners mm. are, actually, you don't need a great deal of help from me. You just need a bit of a tweak here and a bit of a tweak there. Sometimes it's like, okay, this is going to mm. be a big one. Yeah. We yeah. need to do a lot here. Um, yeah. And, but most of them are sort of somewhere in between, you know. So be 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 prepared to ask for help. Sometimes people will say, "No, you don't need help," or "No, I can't help you." But if they, if the person you're speaking to can't help you, ask them if they know somebody who can. You know, work that network. Mm. Such straightforward, almost simple advice, really. <laughs> isn't it um keep it simple you just think that's that's so straightforward we yeah. should all be doing it and all business leaders should be doing we, it we, we should we should all be doing it um but but we don't and we won't no and life takes over doesn't it uh, and absolutely that treadmill yeah but, yeah oh, look I, I know there's loads more we could talk about so maybe we schedule in a mark two or stage two and we could perhaps touch on introverts and extroverts we could like yeah, yeah absolutely so yeah but um yeah, that, that is a big subject yeah okay maybe 25 minutes for that yeah okay <laughs> Whatever. but that's brilliant thank you adrian um thank you for joining us it's been lovely to talk to you and, and you. to our listeners um i hope you've enjoyed talking to me look out for future episodes coming soon